0: Okay, so panel number one, and you'll see in your booklet there, we've given you plenty of space to take notes on ideas that, throughout the night, that our friends and sisters in Christ share their wisdom with us. So, Back in March, we said that we wanted to examine this passage, Proverbs 3110 to 31, this poem about the excellent godly woman to identify the character qualities that she displays through her practical actions so that we can think about how to display those same godly characteristics through our practical actions in daily life. Um, we also said, if you'll remember back in March, that if we are to emulate her character, we must begin by emulating her driving motivation, which is her fear of the Lord. So that's where we're going to start tonight. Proverbs 31.30 says, Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Um, at our March retreat, we had said that the fear of the Lord to reverence the Lord, to rightly honor the Lord, was about having a correct understanding of who God is that produces a posture in our hearts that runs to God, not away from Him, and that worships and obeys Him. And we also described her character qualities as a woman who knows truth, who sees the value of truth, who lives according to truth. And we saw that she was centered on the Lord rather than on herself or the world. So, Carrie and Tammy, thank you so much for being on this panel tonight. We know, as Kelly acknowledged, none of us do these things perfectly. But both of you ladies are recognized among us as ones who are intentional about setting your mind on the Lord each day. So our first question is... How do you intentionally put God in your daily path? What are the practical things that you do to set your mind and keep your mind on the Lord throughout the day?
1: Um, I would say the three main ways that I look to the Lord are through his word, through prayer, and through singing. Um, one of the sweetest blessings that the Lord has given me is um, in the morning as I'm going about getting uh, my husband's breakfast and lunch ready and doing laundry, I've um, made a commitment to memorize his word. And I've used, I've done different verses here and there, but uh, the past several years I've been committed to memorizing different books in the New Testament. And I found that If I just do one verse a day and and review those, I'm actually able to think on the Word and meditate on it and pray through it, even without having a Bible in front of me, even while I'm going about housework. Um, I've got three little people at home, ages 10, 5, and 1. So another way I look to the Lord is uh, reading the Word with them. Even though I'm not able to sit down for long periods of time by myself, I sit down with them after breakfast and lunch and and dinner and in the morning we'll read um, a psalm and we'll talk about who God is um, and then we'll sing a hymn together and I've just been working my way through a hymnal, just one hymn a month, and by the time we get to the end of the month, the kids know it and that also gives me fuel to worship God throughout the day. I'll keep the hymnal open like in my kitchen so as I'm making food I'll just you know glance at a line and be able to sing that back to the Lord and um, see. And, and then if I have I have a chalkboard up sometimes I'll write a scripture on there and just as much as I can um, putting his word before my eyes, and, you know, not just reading it, but then responding in prayer, you know, praying through whatever scripture that is. Um, And then one of my very favorite books is called The Valley of Vision Prayer Book, and um, it has daily devotions, and they're very gospel-centered, scripture-centered, really helps me to have a humble, heart posture before God and that's another thing that I'll keep out like in my kitchen so I can pray throughout the day.
2: I too have the three points of prayer, daily reading, and worship songs. Um, But I know for me that coming to this church it was a huge um, encouragement to constantly be encouraged to live out the gospel daily and practice the gospel and when I think before coming here, I just, the gospel was what you told people. It was the good news. And then, but not actually applying it to my own life daily. So I know that for me, practicing the gospel or, or just thinking about it, and then as I think about what Christ did for me, that reminds me that this life is not about me. It's about him. And so that filters throughout my day. Not every day. Some days, self wins. And um, the flesh wins. But as a whole... I think just keeping your mind on the gospel and remembering that it's not about you helps me fear the Lord.
0: Tammy, will you tell us a little bit about how your devotional time, what it looks like now, but how has it looked different in different stages of life? Because your kids are older now. So So now
2: I I like to jump around. I do different things. Um, Right now I take the passage that Brett's going to preach on, and I just dig into it. I might print it off into three different versions and sticky-tack it into my my journal, or and then look up the Strong's Strong's you know the Strong's Concordance on what different words mean. I just try to delve into the passage, um, and I've so enjoyed getting to know Paul through this book of First Corinthians. Um, I've also been doing self-confrontation manual with a group of women. And so sometimes my devotions is going through a chapter in that or a page in that. Um, As far as when my kids were younger, um, trying to find a set time to sit down for half an hour, 45 minutes, was for me unrealistic. Um, So I had a copy of my utmost for his highest on the back of my potty. And I would read it when I went into the bathroom because I figured I at least had 30 seconds of by myself time and if my kids decided to interrupt that 30 seconds I would not always but try to be sweetly say mommy needs 30 seconds (laughs) let me go to the bathroom in peace Um, and some days that was it Um, and I actually still have a book I do the John MacArthur daily readings they're just a little paragraph with the verse I still have that in my potty because there are days when that's all that I get because of my own lack of self-control or my own lack of time management Um, but it's still constantly there. I know that I can go to the bathroom and I can read a passage in that book.
0: Carrie, how have you seen your uh, devotional time change with your seasons?
1: So I used to spend an hour in the morning, first thing in the morning, and I would read the word and pray, and um, I really held on to that probably longer than I should have. And, but it got to the point with a little baby and my husband needing to get out the door pretty early that if I was getting up and sitting down and reading the word, he was ending up late to work or he wouldn't have what he needed. And that wasn't, that wasn't showing the gospel. That wasn't right. So I was, my heart wasn't (laughs) Happy right away, but you know, giving that up and seeing okay, this is this is the season you have me in. You know, to lay down my life to serve my husband and children, and um, since I have them at home and homeschooling, I really don't have any time um, except maybe five to six a.m. where no one else is awake, and so that's that's the time that I um, spend memorizing the word and um, I'm thankful for the gift of that to be able to think on his word even while doing other things Um, and then like I said you know reading the bible with your children counts (laughs) it doesn't not count (laughs) I am you know and and that's also showing them that's modeling for them and I pray that you know, the Lord will give them a love for his word too, you know, so it isn't just my secret devotional time, you know, this is before their eyes and trying to explain to them and seeing them sing mommy, pray and, and respond to God, um, through his word. Thank you. Okay. So how
0: do you see setting your mind on God, at the beginning of your day, how does that turn into helping you prioritize things for the rest of your day?
1: Um, setting my mind on God helps me remember that I belong to Him, that Christ bought me with His blood. Um, I'm not my own. Um, and I, I think of specific passages in the Word, like in Titus 2, that spells out that I'm to love my husband and children, and I'm to be self-controlled and pure and working at home, kind and submissive to my husband, and, and Proverbs 31 that we've been studying. Um, that helps me to see what the role that God has ordained for me um, it all, setting my mind on God also helps me remember that, apart from Christ, I can't do any of this, I can't do anything. Um, so it helps me to have an eternal perspective and to be dependent on Him. Um, I can't just wake up and, and go autopilot. I truly, like Jesus said in John 15:5, "Apart from Him, I can do nothing."
2: Well, in all honesty, I'm not very good at prioritizing, so um, I don't always filter that through God in the morning. Sometimes it's just, Lord, what am I going to accomplish today? Lord, help me to accomplish the things that I need to do and help me to do them in your glory. Help them to take care of my husband and my family and show them love. And so it's, sometimes that's not prioritized, and I really am still working on that. Um, But sometimes for me, it's just that I accomplished what I set out to do, and I was able to give glory to God
0: for that. Thanks. So verse 25 says, Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. We see that she's a strong and confident woman who is not fearful and is not a worrier. What attributes of God help you to not be fearful and to not be a worrier? And what do you do when you feel fear or worry creeping in?
1: First of all, I want to say that I definitely used to be fearful and a worrier. That, was, <laughs> that would characterize me. Um, I struggled with anxiety and depression, and, um, but the Lord <laughs> has opened my eyes to the gospel and and shown me um, how Christ has provided for me um, with His righteousness and taking care of all of my sins. Um, and one verse that really helps me to not be fearful is Philippians four nineteen that says, "My God will supply all your needs according to His riches and glory in Christ Jesus." and And so I know, according to that verse, that whatever situation I'm facing, whatever need I have, God will take care of it. He will provide. Um, I also think about God's sovereignty, that he's, he's in charge of every little thing. So whatever is happening, whatever I'm seeing in front of me, whatever I'm experiencing, has already been filtered through his loving hand. He goes before me. He will provide for me. Um, I know, according to his word, that it's always possible for me to obey because he gives abundant grace. He gives abundant wisdom. He doesn't put me in any situation that he won't give me everything I need for it. So knowing those big truths and reminding myself of them helps me to respond, um, not in fear, but looking to him one thing that I felt the Lord training my heart in is just all throughout the day, no matter what's happening, thinking, thank you, Lord, because he is a good giver. So whatever I'm experiencing is a gift and um, to receive all, all these circumstances as a gift from him, knowing that he will, he will help me to obey um, and he will lead me through it. Um, two of the
2: attributes that I cling to when worry wants to set in is his immutability. He doesn't change. He's constant. And then, and then he's sovereign. Um, and once again, this would apply, um, I would apply the gospel, and life's not about me. So, Lord, what do I u- how do I use this? What do you want me to do with this? You've put this in my life and I'm going to stop and I'm going to pray and I'm going to talk to you and I'm going to say I don't I don't understand. I don't understand why I'm having to go through this and I feel the worry and the panic starting to set in but that's sin and that's not God. God's sovereign and he doesn't change. So help that help me to filter that through as I as I hit worry and um, and then I stop thinking about it and I try to go do something else and that gets my mind off of it and sometimes you have to do that every five minutes. But um, Stop thinking about it, and you put your eyes on God, and you go forward.
0: So we have mainly focused on the fear of the Lord phrase from the end of verse 30, but the verse begins with, Charm is deceitful, and beauty is vain. How do you actively fight against the world's praise of deceitful charm and vain beauty?
2: Well, I'm 42. So... (laughs) you kind of just you know with age you just it just doesn't matter that much Um, on the outside I mean I still want to look nice for my husband Um, I you know I don't I don't want to weigh 700 pounds and wear baggy sweatpants and grubby t-shirts all the time but um, I need to work on what's inside Um, my beauty needs to come from the inside and that needs to come from the Lord because once again, that's the gospel, and that's life's not about me. It's about him, and so I always need to remember to shine for him, and so um, but age does help with the vainness. It really does.
1: (laughs) So for me, I definitely used to be consumed with my my appearance, what other people thought of me, spent so much time getting ready, and anything I could do to get the praise of people but in Christ through the gospel I'm I'm free from that um because truly understanding the steadfast love of my heavenly father you know that that's secure (laughs) you know people's opinions of me you know may come and go you know people may hate me but you know the one who truly matters loves me um and I think also focusing on the good works that the Lord has called me to and and serving others you know if I that's a lot of times what stops me when I'm tempted you know to just spend all this time shopping or on my appearance or hairdo whatever and I am tempted to spend um, more time than I should on those things but if I do that I'm gonna neglect these people I'm supposed to be serving and so focusing on what does the Lord want me to be consumed with right now, and yeah, charm is deceitful and beauty it's it's vain, it doesn't last um, and and as far as appearance, you know asking okay i'm I'm to adorn the gospel, so how can I adorn the gospel and how I speak and present myself and and also with my husband, you know I don't have to please you know, a whole lot of people, but his, his opinion matters. So I do ask him a lot, um, you know, clothing and all that, you know, what, what he enjoyed, because that's different. Um, we don't all have to look the same.
0: And then our last question here is just, uh, it's kind of two parts. If you have just sort of one parting word that you say, this is my, my big advice that you want the gals to walk away with tonight. And then also if there's a particular book or other resource that has been particularly helpful to you.
2: Battling self is a daily thing. And so I was um, just thinking about this today because I woke up grumpy. And I was talking to my husband, and I said, Jace, I said, I have to go talk about fear of the Lord, and I'm grumpy. And he he was like, well, you might want to fix that. (laughs) Um, But then I thought, you know, you get so tired of battling self. And why, why do I have to battle it every day? Every day I battle self. And I got to thinking, and I thought, you know, maybe the battle's not the bad thing. Maybe that's a good thing, because that means I'm fighting against myself. And so instead of being, why and woe is me, and oh, I'm so tired of the battle, maybe instead I need to look for the small victories. The small victories is today, I made it through lunch, and I took a nap, and I got all my shopping done, and I made it here, and I have clean clothes on. Those are all victories they're all small victories, and I didn't yell at my children, and I didn't snap at my husband today either. Those are small victories. So I think instead I'm going to be thankful for the battle, and I'm going to look and strive for small victories.
1: Well, my one piece of advice would be just saturate yourself in the Word, you know, whatever way you can get it, you know, whether we have audio Bibles, we have you can take it in the bathroom, you know open a Bible, just set it wherever you happen to find yourself throughout the day. Um, And then respond to God in prayer through that. Um, You know, when you don't know what to pray about, just pray, pray his word back to him, praise him for his attributes um, that you see, and let God's priorities fuel how you respond to him. And and pray to Him because we we can't fear the Lord apart from His Word. We can't know Him. His Word is so important. Um, Oh, you said resources? Um, I think I had mentioned before the Valley of Vision prayer book is one of my favorite resources. Uh, The hymnal I'm using right now is called Hymns of Grace. And then for scripture memory, there's a method Put together by Andy Davis, and if you're curious about any of those things, I have I have those things with me. So feel free to ask me later.
0: Thank you very much. Um, we have time for one question from the floor on this panel. Y'all will have time for some other questions at the end of the other question or other panels. But does someone have a question that they are um, eager to ask these two gals right now? And then I'll also just take this moment to remind you to be jotting down questions on your blue sheet um, that we might use in the future.